Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Claude Nine, and I am one of your hosts today for the Puckle Podcast. But I am not here alone. I am joined by some of the most chaotic friends that I could find today. Starting off, we have the fluffiest of all of the Whimsicots. Fluffiest Whimsicott. Ciao, my fluff is immense and it rules the world. <laughs> exactly. And we have the Lord of Chaos himself, Seth Vilo. My fluff is very small. It is inside of caves with gems and goblins. <laughs> oh, this is going to be an episode. I can tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, un- unfortunately, our fearless leader, Thatch, got sick this week. So we have stepped in to talk about, you know, a bunch of various things. But first off, Pokemon. What have y'all been up to? Thoughts, feelings, games, you know. Uh, thoughts, feelings, games, shinies. Uh, shinies. I, I, keep, I keep getting shinies just by walking around. I, really? I keep saying it every time I'm on. The shiny charm in this generation oh, yeah. is nuts. You see them, they're shiny, you catch them. And so it's not like the most perfect thing because every now and then, and by every now and then, I mean every single time I pick up my Switch. <laughs> I go to Area Zero, and I take a long walk around the entire area, hoping that this will be the time that I finally get my shiny golden Slitherwing. Mm. I do not have a shiny golden Slitherwing. Do you know what I have instead? Six, uh, six, six great um, tusks. tails. No, five shiny Venomoth. Oh my gosh. Five. Five of them. So, since I got the shiny charm, I have actually seen less shinies. What? What? (laughs) It's either that or they're like the ones that's like just off by a slight color and you can't notice Mm, it. Yeah. But like, I've gotten so unlucky with it. I'm like, all right, you know, I did the shiny charm. I went through all of like Kitagami and stuff like that. Haven't seen a single (laughs) thing. Went back, did a whole bunch of other stuff. Still can't find Diddly Squat. So I'm like, all right, well. But you know, I I have a, you know, a a shiny, uh, what's it? The the, the duck, uh, Psyduck. Gold, oh. Oh, that's a nice one though. Yeah, it is. I'm like, oh, this is fine. I think I have like a random like Flomantis. Like, all right. I like Fomantis. It's like okay, so I like the regular version better than the shiny, but it's like it's really. Isn't the good shiny still. like warm colors? Yeah, it's yeah. it goes yellow. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Looking it up, I feel like we need to do a shiny episode. Oh no, we should. 
Oh, it's yellow. Blech. No, it's a normal episode of Puckle, but just slightly rarer. Slightly well, rarer. I, yep. So <laughs> wait, I'm I'm technically doing one right now. Oh. I just dyed my hair pink, so I'm ah, currently there you go. the shiny version of myself. The shiniest so. whimsicott. You heard uh-huh. it here. Yeah. All right. New name <laughs> coming to a Discord near you. Yeah, I was shiny whimsicott before that when I had my hair blue like oh. a shiny whimsicott. But oh. you know, oh. yeah, yeah. I've I've been doing stuff to my poor hair all year long. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what have you been up to, Seth? Um, honestly, I've just kind of been waiting around for the DLC to drop because I'm excited for like having the actual final versions of Scarlet and Violet because then I might actually have the motivation to get into VGC now that I don't have to change everything mm. a couple months in. Mm-hmm. Mm, fair. And other than the oh and they they've announced that like January starts the next season that adds all the pokemon added from indigo disc. Mm-hmm. So it starts up pretty quick after the DLC drops. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. not even a month. Like 2 yeah. weeks later or something like that. Mhm. But other than that, I've just been preparing and testing and playing and things like that for the San Antonio regional coming up that I'm going yeah! to and coming to harass you, Claude. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I don't know exactly what I'm playing. I'm kind of zeroing in on a list. All I know is that I really want to use the alt art Roaring Moon that I have. So mm-hmm. that's my only requirement is it has to have at least one Roaring Moon in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I think we're on similar lists, except yeah. I'm leaning towards Charizard and you're leaning towards Greninja. Yeah, I like the Greninja consistency more than Zard. Zard, it feels like you're just, for me, waiting around until late game with yep. a meh early game. And I'm okay with that. That though. just feels bad to me. I don't like it. I want to at least have progress. Well, we'll keep testing and we'll figure exactly. figure things out. That's what we're doing. That's what you and I've been doing too. I know we've been talking a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're 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 close, and I'm pretty sure we might end up on the same list. Maybe or like 58 of 60 cards. Yeah, something <laughs> like crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, but other than that. Like non-Pokemon related, y'all might notice there's a funky echo to my voice, and that is because I was a silly goose and decided, you know what, I'm due for three vaccines anyway, some of them are overdue, I'll just do them all at once. That was maybe Uh. not the best idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I I got one today and I was like, okay, let's get one, Uh and then let's see like how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and then see if I should get another one as well. Uh, okay, yeah, that that yep. makes a lot more. That was the smarter version. That was the smarter play. But I mean, if I catch the flu before I get my vaccine, if I do decide to get it, it will not have been a smart decision. But eh. in that sense, yeah. yeah, I wanted to get all ready before I go to a San Antonio tournament with two thousand of my closest oh, friends. That, that no, that's that's a really. Oh, good point. I should definitely consider. Ha ha! <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought of that. <laughs> I, I might just wear a mask. After getting COVID at Dragon Con, I'm I don't want to do that again. That's that was bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I might actually just wear a mask that day. I'm yeah, now considering maybe. that. I feel like I would feel safer now, <laughs> but you know, you never know. I may yeah. just also risk it for the biscuit and have a whole bunch Yolo. of vitamin C. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. I'm furiously TCGing, and I'm probably gonna completely shift gears here in a couple hours and try out this Return to Moria game that came out that I finally got around to buying. So, so I I just learned recently that there is a Pokemon escape room genre. What? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So they trap you in a Pokemon game. Like, they give you, like, a save file for a Pokemon game, and your goal is to get out. And it's, yeah. like, a bunch of different, like, puzzles that you have to go through, like, within the game. Like, all right, well, all you have is just, you know, random Pokemon that only knows these moves and these mm-hmm. items. And you have to fight these, po- like, these trainers that it's all custom made. I think I was watching someone, like, stream it a couple of days ago, and I'm like, this is yeah. okay. so incredibly cool. And now I'm like, it all is- right. I want to get fast to do this on stream or like have a bunch of you like try and race it. Cause now that I've seen it and watched it, I, I know the answers, but like, I think that'd be so cool to have Puckle do. That's so cool. I love yeah. that idea. Yeah. It's, it's just like out of like strange in-game mechanics that you would not expect to be relevant. Mm-hmm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is, yeah. this is so cool. I need to figure out how this is done, how I can get my hands on some of these that like that have been pre-done already. Just so that way mm-hmm. I can, you know, share them with people and be like, all right, we're doing a Puckle Escape Room event. Nice. And y'all can, like, like, team that. up and That's figure cool. this out. Like, these are the crazy things that go through my mind. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I want to have these fun things, and I think it's entertaining for people to watch, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So, that, that's when I what I've been really excited. I'm like, oh, I watched this, and I'm like, all right, how can I make this an event? And then I'm like, when do I have time? <laughs> <laughs> that's time always is, a problem, isn't Time it? is a construct. It doesn't exist to me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, because, like, I've had all the pieces for our, you know, TCG for San Antonio prepared. And yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to sleeve it up in my new sleeves that I'm going to use. And then I'm like, all right, we'll see if I end up making it to a Locals before I end up going. <laughs> oh. Or if I'll just sit at home and play hours of, you know, TCG Online as my testing. Mm-hmm. Because it's all technically the same. Mm. Or it's more of, like, I'll just get, like, I've gotten in the habit of now, all right, I'll just do, like, opening hands until I have a shuffle effect or a search effect. Like, all right, cool. What can you figure out? What are your prizes from here, and how fast can you figure this out? Uh huh. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Like, all right, cool. Once I figure that out, great, cool. Write that down. Shuffle the deck and try again. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Wow. I'm just you know, it's it's ways to speed up the play because I know that's a big thing that you know at these tournaments since I've never yeah. been and it's gonna be fun. Oh my and- gosh, time is mm. your worst enemy. I'm, I'm my goal is to win a single game. I mean, that's a good goal. Yeah, my second goal would be to not draw, but I, that's inevitable. I think. Yeah. Hmm. Like, that's the dream is to never draw, but unless I'm playing Maridon, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's the only way I can see it not happening, but, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, besides that, you know, Puckle, I'm excited for the DLC to come out. Uh, I think it comes the day you come to San Antonio, Seth. That is correct, the 14th. Uh, make sure you download it onto your, you know, Switch beforehand so that oh, way yeah. you can play on your flight. Exactly my plan. <laughs> you got I've it already- exactly. <laughs> I will be working from home that day now, and Ooh. I will be playing it while I work. Nice. <laughs> yeah. In the background. I will be working from home, because I always work from home, <laughs> and I will be eagerly awaiting the return of the king. What the king. one is that? Oh, Furret. Is it, no, Furret's already here. Furret's already here. Whimsicott. Oddish. Whimsicott is coming back. Whimsicott. It's Whimsicott. Ah, that's right. I was confused sure. when you said king. I was like, well, who's the king? The weird stretched out Raiko? What? Come on, guys. I have a brand. I'm excited. I, I haven't looked at any of the leaks for this, so I'm, I'm excited to see, you know. What's that one's name again? Love and Thunder? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> All right. I think with that, uh, we are good with our, you know, little intro banter. I guess we'll head it on over to the news. <laughs>
out. This just in. And we are back with the Pokemon news of the week. Uh, in a baffling move, the U.S. doesn't get the Pokemon Horizons dub until February 23rd on Netflix. Uh, Australia gets it on February 27th. Nice Pokemon Day tie-in, but you know, mm-hmm. we eventually will get it. It's uh, a they long didn't re- time. Yeah, I know. I just finished recently watching like the one, the previous one, like all of Ash. And uh-huh. I was sitting, sitting in my bed crying as I'm falling asleep. Aww. Um, but, you know, I'm, so I'm excited. I, 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 I've enjoyed watching the anime before bed because it's a nice little, like, wind down to my day. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited for that. Uh, but they did release the third, uh, Paldea Wings episode. It's brought with a Terra Fighting Reveroom with the code, with a code Team Star. So you can get a, so you can get a, I think, a Pokemon in game for Reveroom with Code Team Star, I'm guessing. At least for the next year, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, lasts until next November. So, yeah. You got 11 months left. Hurry up and get your quick, red room. Quick. <laughs> Before it's too late. <laughs> oh, God. We have till next November. That's almost a dozen. We better get going. That's Gen 10. Maybe. No. Mm. Maybe. Probably Actually. not. I hope not. Please, Wait, no. No. <laughs> Wait. No. No. Gen 10 won't be till 2025, I think. Right? I hope not. Like we'll find out in February. Yeah, oh, I suppose we boy. will. Gosh. All right, let's let, let's keep moving on. Sure thing. Yeah. Next thing is that Regulation F for VGC was announced, and like I mentioned earlier, it's running from January fourth through April, and it adds a list of Pokemon that's going to be introduced in Indigo Disc, and it'll it said that the list will officially come out on Christmas Day, December twenty fifth. So that gives people a little bit of time to uh, play the game, not be spoiled of what's mm. coming back. So keep an eye out for that uh, and start planning your VGC teams after you're done with all your family requirements on the 25th <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, totally. Um, mm-hmm. And then next up, kind of on that topic, there was a little bit of preview for what's coming in the Indigo Disc through a various amount of videos and promo material and things like that. And if you're a fan of Coliseum and just am, love I double am. battles, that's, me. that's oh, you. I well, like then you're happy to I'm hear. Double, maybe not double battles, but apparently, like all of the trainers in the areas that you'll be fighting and battling them are double battling. Ooh, like that's something. Yeah, and it's almost like every single trainer you fight is v- a VGC player, and it's hard prepping you for vgc is what it feels like from what the people have said boy am i glad that i have all of the puckle factory teams yeah (laughs) and they apparently use some actual like known vgc strategies in some of these teams it's not an easy time like if you come in without like like thinking you can just steamroll like normal that is not the case these are apparently are you saying i can't use zapdos garchomp and just discharge earthquake everything you probably Mm -hmm. can because that's a known VGC strategy, so you're playing right into it. But that's who what, knows? That was my Gen 4 strategy. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's also a couple other new things that are coming out with it, in case you hadn't heard. Some of them are a bunch of TMs for missing moves, things like the Isle of Armor tutor moves, Ooh. and a couple of new ones that we either kind of kind of know the effect or don't quite know. There's something called Supercharged Cell. We don't mm-hmm. know what that move does. Is that the Raikou move? I don't think it is. I think that's something okay. different. Okay. And Hard Press, which is a steel-type version of Ring Out. Mm. So, 
I bet most people can't tell you what Ring Out does. Exactly. I know Weepin' Bell learns it, but that's all I know. Oh, uh, so I only know it because Snivy learns it, and I play a lot of lookup, and mm-hmm. I was looking for any move that's not grass to put on it. So <laughs> yeah. the amount of damage it does, think of it like a reverse eruption. Mm-hmm. So it's based on your opponent's health, not your health. Oh, yeah. okay. So if they have, if they're at full health, it does, I think, 120 base power. But if they're at less health, it does less damage. It's huh. very, very aptly named. Like, you bring out a cloth that's yeah. full of water, you get a lot of water out of it. And so on. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The ring out does damage based on how much health they have left. Or percentage health is its base power. Something. I don't know how yeah. useful this hard press move will be, but I'm sure they're uh, looking not. at something. <laughs> as no one knew what ring out does, I can yeah. tell you a steel type <laughs> version of the same move will be almost useless. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's on slow stuff. Anyway, Unite News. Um, we have two Pokemon releasing this month. Meowskarada on the 7th and Metagross on the 26th. Heck yeah. Woo! Sorry, I have no enthusiasm for Unite. The Meowskarada one, <laughs> the little intro video was really kind of nifty because it very much looked a lot like a Smash Brothers intro. Yeah, it did. Oh. Or it even had like a Meowskarada joins the fray okay. thing on it. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That was kind of cool. <laughs> Like, I, I, like part of me always wants to get back into Unite, and then I will spend, like, a week or two playing, and I'm like, no, I remember why I stopped. It takes you mm-hmm. a week to get through the intro menu, and all the sub-items you have to click through to do yeah. this quest and that quest, and un- unlock the eight different currencies that you have to use, and look at all your tokens of Pokemon that augment your stats, like old runes in League of Legends, like... It's uh, so much that I can't. There's a reason keep up. why they got rid of that in League of Legends entirely. Yeah, <laughs> I can't keep up with how many how many things I have to do in the stupid game. So yeah, yeah that's and my there's opinion. always like one optimum thing, and it's like, oh, it's all luck based unless you pay to win. Right. Yeah. So silly. All right. It's such well, a cool game. I wish I could play on desktop. You can. Can't you just well, like attach your Switch to your desktop and then? Well, play on desktop? well yeah, but then it's like I have to use a controller. I mean, like with a keyboard. Oh, a keyboard. Okay. Yeah, like keyboard and mouse. That's what I mean. Like that. That would, would be fun. Because the freaking aiming is just feels so unintuitive to me as a mainly PC player. But you know, that's just my own biases feeding into my dislike of the game. So I I want to play it. I want to like it. It's so fun when I do, but it's just I can't get good. Anyway, that's my complaining. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Who's up with Go News? Oh, yeah, that's me. So that's I get you. to complain more. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, uh, well, we can just skip the second. It's just Pokemon Go. I'll just go quick. Because um, it is kind of cool. Because we've got the new season based on Hisui. So Ooh, there's okay. already raids that have happened for Samurott. And Weirdier raids will start happening on the 23rd. And... The Along the Routes event will run the 5th through the 8th. It adds an NPC, apparently, to Routes and releases shiny Hisuian Sneasel to people playing. So that's cool. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. That's fun. And then, kind of like they do every year, there is a Super Community Day rerun that happens December 16 and 17, right when we're at San Antonio. Huzzah! Mm -hmm. And... They also announced January will be Rowlet and Porygon rerun, and February will be Chansey for Community yeah. Days. So we've got the okay. next couple months figured out. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Um, then we have TCG news. It has been revealed that the set coming out in March will be called Temporal Forces. And this month, there are Twitch drops for watching Pokemon TCG content through to December the 22nd. 
It includes three boosters, both Paradox Rift ETB codes, and the Mew EX promo from the Premium Collection if you watch for at least an hour. So. And I assume these are for Pokemon Live, right? Yeah. Or is yeah, it yeah, just... Yeah. yeah, I think. It sounds yeah. like it. I'm, I'm assuming. Codes? I mean, it says codes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, codes. I see, yeah, then. Yeah. And one interesting thing, about too, about the Temporal Forces set is it's going to... Based on what we're seeing as far as the Japanese release schedule of cards and subsets, it looks like it'll do the same thing that Paradox Rift did, where neither Japan or us know all of the cards when they're opening the sets. Because there's going to be a set that's going to be coming out kind of the same day in Japan that's going to be included in our Temporal Forces set. So all of us will just kind of be in the dark for what the full entire set list is and we'll all be learning what's good and what's bad together again. It'll be really fun. I really like that, how they've gone to a, all right, we are going to try and make these releases as close together as possible. Yeah, I've yeah. really liked that. That that feels a lot better. Mm-hmm. And then I know, uh, are we getting the Shining Fates or Shining Paldea Shining before that? Shining Paldean Fates mystery, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's, I think, in January is when it's that Gen- set drops. Okay. Doesn't add much new stuff. I don't think it adds anything new, does it? I think it it adds like a twenty or so cards that are going to be new. But um, it's mostly just the reprints in shiny form, exactly. Like shiny exactly. So it's going to be a collector's set, if anything. Yes, it will. Probably yeah. a product. I don't know if it's going to be a product only one again, but it, it probably will be. Um, we might get that stadium that makes Gardevoir crazy. I don't know, but Ooh, okay. yeah. Okay. All right. And then uh, keep lookout to the Discord. There will be our annual Puckle survey is going to be dropping soon. Uh, there might be a raffle surprise. Who knows? Yeah. It's, up, it's up to Thatch and how he feels yeah, we and love, how things are going. We love that survey. I know that that yeah. has helped us out figuring out yeah. things about the show, a what lot. y'all like, yes. what y'all don't like, and letting us kind of adapt and keep going, moving forward and making the show feel yeah. new and fresh. So if you get the opportunity, please, please, please fill that out. We... We greatly appreciate getting all those metrics and everyone's opinion. If you want an opinion on how we shape Puckle for the future, that is your best chance once we yeah. send it out there. Uh, on a side note, we do have the Puckle polls going. We are down to our top 10 as of when I'm recording this, oh, but yeah, I'm sure the that. next one will be uh, coming up soon. So we're almost we're almost there with our top Kanto Pokemon. That's been really fun. I really mm-hmm. like this, this thing. That's such a fun yeah. event. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's silly, and, like, I love all the interaction that we've uh-huh. got, like, granted, like, and it's, you know, certain weeks we'll get, you know, 80-plus people, or yeah. I think our first one had, like, a 100-something people there, and then, uh-huh. like, granted, it's slowly tapering off, but, like, just, you know, have fun with it, we're gonna, it's gonna be happening, I'll probably leave, this is round five right now, so I'll probably leave this up, uh, and probably on Monday I will switch over to semifinals. And then we'll have a we'll ha- uh, have a top three, I think, after that. Yeah. So, awesome. Nice. Yeah, this has been super super fun. So if you like this or you have more polls you want us to do, please let let me know because this is you know we're here to have some fun and just play some Pokemon. Yep, uh, I love it. But with that, we have the Puckle Pokey prediction. Uh, the Teal Mask brought improved buffs for both Torterra and Empoleon. So which starter are you excited to see get a buff come in? Uh, you know, come the Indigo Disc. Meganium, please. Yeah. I would Meganium. love it if Meganium got some sort of buff, yeah. but I don't yeah. think it's I like I don't think it's salvageable, but I I like the mm. dream. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm I, thinking. What do you think, Claude? I, I think the most likely buff would come to Superior. Mm. Really? And the reason why I say that is once you give it Terror Blast, it becomes nuts already. That's true. Mm. Just yeah. because contrary Lee Storm into Terror Blast is oh, yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. So that becomes a monster in itself, but like you give it any other type of move or coverage, and I can see it just taking over formats. That's really fair. Like it gets one random move and then it goes absolutely nuts. Yep. That's mm. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um that's I can tell I you what I I don't think it'll be Incineroar, <laughs> if I oh, had to gosh. guess. Although, the other one I would love to see get a lot of hype is Pig Knight. No, I'm really? sorry, Embor. Embor. Okay. I know, I've, I've, I've liked a lot of the Gen 5 starters the more I hated them and came back to them. Mm. So, huh. I, I think Embor, I would like to see it get some other fun move that, you know, maybe like Raging Fury or something, or, you know, an actual... Something to help it. What if yeah. they give regular Samurott Ceaseless Edge? Mm. Now, that's interesting. I, I would love to see moves like Ceaseless Edge and uh, the Axe one from Cleavor. Stone More Axe, widely I think? spread. Yeah. Like, a little bit more widely spread. Not a lot. I love Auto Hazard bit. setting. Like, that one move made Suing, Sneasler, uh, Suing Samurott, Samurott so much better. Insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it is nuts how good it became just off of that. So yeah. there's a lot that we can do um, for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I think that's all I have for the news. So with that, we will catch you all over at our Puckle Pokey Quiz, where we test our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. All right, and we are back with our Puckle Pokey Quiz, testing your insane Pokemon knowledge. Woo! Seth Vilo, Fluffiest Whimsicott. Yes. Are you ready for your trivia? I am ready for trivia. I okay. hope I am. Our first question comes from Ace Trainer Nova. Which two fairy-type Pokemon lose their type when they evolve? Ooh. Ooh. Like, so, lose the fairy type? They lose the fairy type when they evolve. Curlia? There are two of them. Curlia into Gallade. Yep, that's one. Uh, that and, is one. I'll give you that. Uh, mm, not Azuril. Um, no. Fairies that... Not Jiggly. Now I'm just kind of going through the list of fairies. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad <laughs> way a bad to go strategy. about it. Yeah. Uh, no, not Togete. Oh, goodness. What are the little guys? What are the little fairies? Is there a bug that loses it when it goes no. like... No. Is there a bug fairy Pokemon? Yes. There's only one Rebombi in them. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. And Cutie Fly, that's the other one. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, um... <laughs> so, maybe it's like Curlia. Maybe it's a split evil line. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. But... 
Something like an audition to Gloom or something weird yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. But I can't... Uh, hmm. Is there a split Evo grass fairy? Those like to split evolve. Um, I will tell you, you are on the right track with the oh, split Evo. Oh, yep. boy. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Not slope. Not the slows. Uh, not the polys. What are other split Evos? Oh, gosh. This is... Surskit, no. Wormadale. Weirdly hard. Um, yeah, like, what oh. am I... T- what am I, I thinking? In my mind, I'm like, there is an obvious one that's being missed, but that's just yeah. me, I guess. <laughs> but I, unfortunately, I am going to need an answer coming oh, loses, soon. Loses the fairy type. My brain went to Eevee. No, it's not that. No. Yeah. Um, it's either that or, I have, or you have to... He needs the hint. I don't oh, gosh, use the hint so on question early. one. But we might need to... Okay, okay. Let's focus. Let's focus yeah, really, focus. really, really, really hard. Michael Bolton, we're really going to need you to focus up. Is it... No, that doesn't have it. Um, it's not like a Hisuian. No, none of those were part fairy. Oh my god. Alright, I am going to need an answer. Yeah. We are yeah. going to need the hint, I think, Seth. Yeah, because okay. otherwise we'll get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we're not thinking of it. <clears throat> so, this Pokemon evolves into a regional variant. Okay. Into a region. Um, your second hint is it involves the topic. Mm, okay. Okie dokie. Um, so, hmm. something to do with ice. Is it Vulpix? Does Vulpix no. not? No. It's not fairy, right? It's not, it's not fairy. Okay, so no, I'm thinking the other it. way. I'm thinking the other way. Yeah. Dang it. Um, <laughs> uh, what's another, I guess, ice fairy? Is there another? There has to be another. There's got to be. Or maybe it becomes an ice. Spoiler alert if you didn't know what the topic was. Yes. <laughs> um, you are right. It does become an ice type. It does become an ice type. What becomes an ice type when it regional evolves? Uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. It's Mr. Uh, Mime. So it's Mime oh, Jr. My it's gosh. Mime Jr. when it evolves Mime into Galarian Mime. Okay, I don't feel bad about missing that one. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mime Jr. in Galar will lose its ice type. Oh, sorry, lose its fairy type to become ice type. I wow. forget that Mime Jr. exists like 80% yeah. of the time. So. Oh. And I forgot about that weird rule where it switches around. That Mm-mm-mm. was... Huh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Barely. So, <laughs> yikes. I'm looking at the next general question. I'm like, all right. So our next question is either a TCG or another Pokemon video game question. Which would you like? Well, I don't play the TCG. Uh, so if you want to have I mercy s- on me. So this is, I think this one's hard too. It's, um, a, it's a challenge of if like, yeah. I want to I carry the weight or we take a chance at the I mean, if the, if the TCG question is significantly easier, I can just let Seth have it. I'm afraid of that. Because <laughs> then it's my fault. The TCG question came from Jamie, so. Oh, dear. Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, let's do is? the video game. Okay. I'm All afraid right. of what he would throw at me. So this one comes from Farmer Fox. Which is the only Pokemon to lose chlorophyll as an ability upon evolution? Oh, this was a mistake. Um. <laughs> so why is that these are both difficult? Oh, oh no. Loses chlorophyll. Okay, yep. it's not the Victory Bell line. It's, uh, does... So, I think both um, Blossom and Vileplume have chlorophyll still, so it's not Gloom. Um, 
What yeah, is a I think you're right. Oh, 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 oh. Um so the uh-huh. petalil line has chlorophyll, right? Right? Uh I think it does. I think the whole line does. But I don't think his Zuyan Lilligant has it. Ooh. So um not sure though. Maybe. But it might it might be that one. But I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Yeah, because it's an issue of like, do you do chlorophyll or own tempo on regular Lilligant, right? Mm, I think so, yes. So you can do like pedal dance, pedal dance. silliness? No. no. Um, okay. And I don't think his Zuyan Lilligant has chlorophyll, but I might be wrong. I I don't know. Let's give it a little more thought, though. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting something else like sticking out in my head somehow. Okay. What else but sticking that's out in very your head? Strong. I don't know. It feels like some weird trivia fact that I read at some point. Um, I guess nothing else is sticking out as a name. What? Just that um, I've read it. Think, think sun. Yeah. Think the sun. Exactly. Think the sun. Yeah. So, I will tell you it trains chlorophyll for another sun-based ability. Yeah. Is it, is it sunkern into sunflora? <laughs> or am I thinking PTU? I'm so, thinking PTU. You're thinking um, PTU there, but PTU is not a bad train of thought to look at. That's true. So My current are... player is a is a sun user, so I should oh. know this. Oh, uh, what? So uh, it, it could get something like solar power, or um, yeah, or a Dry drought, skin. or uh, yeah. And I don't uh, think anything goes into having drought because there's only like two of those anyway: yeah. Nine Tails and Torkoal. And Groudon. <clears throat> yeah, oh, and the original. Yeah, I mean. yeah. I mean, <laughs> that one doesn't evolve, Claude. It, it evolves into primal. primals. I it, it devolves. I don't think the capsicid line has either of those. I don't think it. Well, well, no. I think it's got chlorophyll. Cap. Uh, um. Um. Does Scoville Scoville line, I, keep it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it does because it's used in like Ubers and VGC and things like that for weird things, and it's got Moody too. Um, okay. Well, I. Can't. We're very good at this game, right? Um, <laughs> can't think of anything else. Do we want to just do Lilligant? I will give you another hint, and oh, that's going to be Shamu. It's another like I feel like you would know this if you knew Shamu. Oh no, oh no, I'm, it's not coming to mind. PTU Shamu. I was trying to give you a hint that you would get. I know. <laughs> There's been so many PTUs that it's so hard to think of them. Um. Oh gosh, I don't know. I'm the worst. Hi, well, I'm going to need a guess then. I guess we go Lilligant. You think so, Whimsicott? I don't think so from the way Claude has been. <laughs> I don't think it is either, but I can't but, think of anything. But I can't think of anything. Uh, uh, Lilligant, I, 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 final I, I, answer. Okay. I was going to give you another hint, but sure. Uh, unfortunately, Lilligant is incorrect. Dang the it. The answer we thunk? were looking for is Cherim. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It becomes Flower Gift. Oh. Okay. I didn't even yep. know that Cheruby had uh, chlorophyll. Yep. So. Yep. Okay. It's a whole other form when it, you know. That thing is stupid in PTU. It gets huge power, I think. I know. And nice. Like, what? All right. So, well, let's move on to our Pokedex question. You guys are one for two mm-hmm. with the hint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comes from Smeargle19. It's Omega Ruby entry reads, It can always be seen with a big happy smile on its face. Look at its tail to determine if it's angry. When angered, this Pokemon will be slapping the ground with its tail. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. What? Omega Ruby? Well, 
A Pokemon who always smiles um, could be April. Oh. Could be. Yeah. That could be. That could, that's a good guess. Um, or. Um, or Ambipom? Ambipom has two tails. So it Usually, yeah, its <laughs> tail is singular. Ampom's yes. a good one to keep in the, in the pocket. Another um, Pokemon that has uh, like a specifically smiling sprite, but might um, show nervousness by moving its tail, and I'm only saying this because I own cats, is Delcati. But hmm. It's got a little small tail. I don't even think it could really reach the ground. I think it could, but uh, I don't For know. Some reason I'm... Raichu came to mind, but I don't think that's right either. No, no, I don't know. I like I like Apom because it like it 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 does have a very smiley face. <laughs> yeah, I so. dig it. I'm game for that one. Okay, we can try. Let's go for Apom. Yolo, Apom. So it's Pokemon Sapphire and Trier okay. Games. Oh, dang it! <laughs> they gather on moonlit nights to play by squeezing up against each other. By being squeezed, this Pokemon gains endurance and is trained to dole out powerful counterattacks. What is this? What on earth? <laughs> Who made this Pokemon up? Uh, um, I'd like to repeat the last line. Uh, by being squeezed, this yes. Pokemon gains endurance and yes. is trained to dole out powerful counterattacks. Is it Wobbuffet? It's yeah. Wobbuffet. I thought about Wobbuffet, yeah. but Wobbuffet... Doesn't usually smile that much. They look concerned most of the time. Why not? Oh, it could be why not, actually. That one's smiley, and they're in Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are they? Yes, they are. That's where they came from. It's the one, like, one of the two baby Pokemon introduced in in, in Gen 3, yeah. In Gen 3, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yes. Why not is correct. (laughs) See, I thought about Wobbuffet. With the previous answer, but Wobbuffet doesn't smile, and I didn't think yeah, about it's why got the not. Weird grimace. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So our next question is your multiple choice question, and this one comes from the real Evie. What Pokemon were on the first How to Draw Pokemon art book? There are five what? answers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, these are really tough. This. I'm sorry. These are you guys are horrible. <laughs> And then, like, I'm trying to um, pick the easier of the two that I'm given. Yeah. This is the easier one? This is the easier. Holy oh cow. Well, the, other one, the, other, the other question I have, I don't think is correct. But okay. uh, I would Fair have enough. to double check that. Because I know, I'm like, all right, I would have to double check that one. And I think it's wrong. So you Fair only enough. have one option for this. Well, okay. uh, I'm guessing it's going to be Gen 1 Pokemon <laughs> since it's the yeah. first drawing with Pokemon art book. Yep, I will give you a point for each two that you get correct. If you get all five, you can get three points. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to guess Pikachu first. That's right. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Actually, I should have you lock them in every time, but yeah. Yeah. Do we get strikes? You will get three strikes. Cool. Okay. Okay. So... What are the typical Gen 1 guys that uh, they want us to draw? Jigglypuff, Meowth, uh, and stuff like that. The starters... Things the like starters, that. yeah, um, maybe uh, Poliwhirl, yeah, Poliwhirl, stuff like that. Uh, um, do we want to do Jigglypuff? I would seems... like to do Jigglypuff because it might be an anime thing and it's very easy to draw. Yeah. So yeah, 
Lock in Jigglypuff. So that is your first strike. Rats. Okay. Um, let okay. me give you a. This is. A, I believe these are Pokemon that were on the cover of the book, not within the book. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Oh. Okay. Okay. I was then. thinking cover. Okay. And in Gen yeah. One, Jigglypuff was like a big one. Like like yeah, once okay. it got said. I, because I of the anime. just pulled this up. This how to draw a book, and there there are several how to draw books. This is the first one. And okay. Yep. I'm looking at it, and this is valid. This is valid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to confirm it. Um, okay, so back to the uh, drawing board. <laughs> well, I would I would guess they'd have the starters, so yeah. we can throw one in and see if it sticks. And just kind of test. Yeah. <laughs> Charmander, lock in. Charmander is correct. That is one point. Okay, That's let's a good see if sign. they have all three. Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur is your second strike. Oh, oh no. It. How dare we assume? <laughs> oh, dang it. Uh, okay. How well, to draw a book. So, Would they throw Mewtwo on the cover? <laughs> Charmander and Pikachu, but no Bulbasaur. First of all, how dare they? Typical. <laughs> um, all right. I will say for the remaining three, there are a couple of early route Gen 1 Pokemon. And okay. then one very popular Pokemon that you have not mentioned. Oh. So early oh. routes could be Rattata, could be PG, could be Spiro. Pidgeotto, Raticate, any other line. Nidorans. Ooh. Ooh, uh, Caterpie, Butterfree. Ooh. Yeah. Butterfree feels good. Yeah, it does. Uh, that would be good on a cover. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then extremely Caterpie. popular... One Gyarados? We, Gyarados or Eevee, um, depending oh, on... Ah. Yeah. Was Eevee as hype in that? I don't know. Time? It was not. It was not. It I was kind of know. somewhat recent that it got real hype. Eevee got the mm. hype after Gensick. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was, I was hyped about Eevee from the start, okay? Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think Gyarados is a good guess, because that's so, a popular um, one. I, since we only have one strike left. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, so I, I would maybe try an early route Pokemon be, before. Yeah. But also, you're right that Gyarados was very popular. And and there are a lot of early route Pokemon. So. Yeah, there are a lot of them. <laughs> Which one's the most likely? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let, I'm going to let you decide. I... Um, this may be reading too much into it, but he said early route Pokemon, not early route evolution, and you don't encounter Butterfree on an early route. So mm. I'm going to stray away from that one and probably go Rattata because it's more signature yeah. looking than a Pidgey. Yeah. So Rattata lock in. That is your third strike. Dang you it. so close. Oh, so the ones dang that you it. missed were Pidgey. No. Caterpie <laughs> and Gengar. Gengar. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, so you get one point for that. I'm sorry. Okay. The, I mean, that's fine. No, that's that was fine. hard. Getting one point. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm, I apologize. All right. And that's then your fine. final question, um, as always, is our base stat question. This one yeah. comes from the once and future gamer in Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, which oh, no. fully evolved. Fully evolved slash does not evolve, or final stage right. of a Pokemon, have the lowest special attack stat. Oh, sorry, lowest special, special stat. Let me the be lowest clear, it's special. special. 
Okay. They're in really one. digging into the bottom of the barrel. Dang. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah. And that means it was both specially defensively weak and, and very specially. bad at special attacking. So something like a Rhydon or a Golem stick out to me. Um, that is the right track to be thinking. I know it's not Gyarados because that was actually a special attacker in mm-hmm. Gen 1, mm-hmm. mostly because it's uh, the moves that it got, like Flamethrower, Thunderbolt, mm-hmm. and things like that. And it always had a pretty decent special. Um, don't think it's Tauros either. I mean, uh, Onyx is technically fully evolved. Oh, and at that it, time, yeah. It really, really that was sucks on the special side. I bet that's it, actually. Because its base stat total in general is low for a fully, it's all in defense. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, it also and has speed like, for some reason. Really, really bad attack. But yeah, yeah. Onyx has more attack than Onyx. Yeah, yeah. I think Onyx's attack is like base forty-five. I think it's forty. Think it's forty and, and Onyx speed 40. is seventy-five <laughs> and defense is two hundred or something dumb. That's Steelix. Yeah, like one eighty maybe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think Onyx is right, <laughs> if I'm being honest. We can throw that in. It's fun. <laughs> is that your final answer? Lock in. Onyx is correct. Woo! Yes. Good job, Whimsicott. <laughs> so, uh, after Onyx, you have the Hitmons with 35 special. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Kangaskhan had 40. Beedrill and Rhydon had 45. Oh. And okay. Ditto had 48. Oh, yeah. Ditto has 48 everything. Wow. Should have thought of that. Yeah. But yeah, you, you got it right. So that is it. Those are our five questions. You guys got Woo! four points. I believe that shakes up the leaderboard, except I don't have the leaderboard on me. Um, so I'm going to find it. But yeah, does you guys hit, get Does that bump points? me to 40? I feel like it does gets it? close. It might. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> where is it pinned? <laughs> I have no idea. That's I don't know question. what that keeps it. Neither do I. I'll, I'll, find, right. I'll find it for you. It's fine. Give me a second. It is here. <laughs> so... um. This is yeah. the link. Great. I love getting links. This, uh, um... I like getting Zeldas. Ha. Ha. <laughs> Although I am partial to Sheik. All right. So, yeah, this does change the... No, it does not. Uh, a little bit. My so, is we still have... Cool. Well, this has updated as of 10, Yeah, 14, yeah, so but it, no it, has, <laughs> it has been updated since then. I checked okay. the file. So, we have uh, Linian still with 36. Shark still with 34. We now have Seth Vilo with 32. Whimsicott with 32. Sublime with 27. Shamu with 26. Kushiro with 23. Arsigma with 28. I don't know why that's not updated there. Uh, Mark with 20. Me with, I think, 12 because I've hosted a bunch. (laughs) And Basket, I don't think, is yet to be on the board. So... This is a close fight between Linian, Shark, and, you know, if Seth and Wimsicott are on again and you get a full eight, they can sweep it and take it from there to 40. Ooh, that's going to be super hard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's on next, but it's going to all end very soon. Mm-mm. And with that, we will be back with our topic, top ice types? Question mark? <laughs> are there any? Yes. Let's find out. <laughs> we have another review. This one is going to be from SpartanTHX117. Five stars, longtime listener. First, and the first time I've ever written a review for a podcast, I first started listening to your podcast when driving to meet my girlfriend on the weekends when neither of us had to work. 
since then we've moved in together and become engaged. The both of us have been playing Pokemon since we were kids, and we have both listened to your podcast when traveling or working around the house together. We may not score too well on the quiz part, but we always enjoy the topics and conversation between the host and guests. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for that, and congrats on the engagement. If you would like your review read on the show, leave one, and it might be read. Until then, guys, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And we are back with our topic, top ice types? Question mark? Um, so uh, we're here to find out if there are any ice types that are worthy of, you know, being in the top five. And what our opinions are on the top five Pokemon for ice types. And, you know, after having a light discussion with, you know, fellow co-hosters, we really find it hard to find good ice types. There's a lot of bottom ones, but there are a lot that are just in the middle. See, I was having the opposite problem this morning when I was looking through the list. Yes, Claude has fallen into my propaganda. I feel like we're going to find a balance, but it might get a little bloody before we do. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Yeah. But no, we'll make this work. I mean, there's a bunch that I totally forgot about that aren't on this list that I completely forgot about. Tim, Gunn, make it work. I'm just looking through things like, oh, we missed a whole bunch of ice types. That's Um, okay. So with that, I guess I will start us off Mm -hmm. top ice types. And, you know, I'm going to start with something that I personally love that I think is a good place to start. That's not going to ruffle any feathers yet. (laughs) As I, you know, say that, I'm not picking a flying type. But that's going to be Aurorus. Yes. Okay. Love it. So I love Aurorus. It was one of my favorite Pokemon of Gen 6. I love its design. You know, the I, the fossilized ice dinosaur that has like the Aurora Borealis kind of feel yes. to it. Yes. I think it's pretty. I think it's cool. Yes. It, it has a good vibe to it. Yes. I think it deserves a top ice slot. Well, Claude, all of these Pokemon are going to be cool. Oh, God. Not all of them. There is one that's not cool. <laughs> I'm with you on Aurorus, though. Yeah. I was hoping we were going to get the Darmer- the Darmanitan reference, because it's, it's fine. Okay. Galarian Darmanitan, yeah. No, I know. I was I, I thought about it, but I I was going to let it just kind of hang, and then we get to it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't I think Aurorus is cool, and out of all the ice types, I think it is the most, like, aesthetically pleasing to look at Mm, except one but yes okay yeah i dig that i really like the fan thing and the little ice crystals down its body like that's a cool aesthetic i think it's a good one i adore it and i support it and it's the only reason that diantha is any bit relevant (laughs) yeah it also started the aurora veil nonsense yay who doesn't love a good aurora veil yeah gross all right so if we're good with that um i'll move on to our bottom uh jinx (laughs) <laughs> that, that was quick. I don't think we need to say anything else. Uh, Jinx. Sadly, yes. I, you know. 
I like the confusion on if it has feet or not. Like, there's the footstep argument. I don't. If it floats in its robe or if it doesn't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Just just put it on the list. I don't want to think about it. Put it on the list. And let's move on. It feels like one of those things that Pokemon, like, they made in Gen 1, like, oh, this was a mistake. We're never going to push this thing ever again. No. (laughs) Pretty much. For several reasons. And so that's that. All right. Jinx is done. All right. That's bottom of the list. All right. um, Whimsicott, why don't you go next since you have more of an appeal to Ice type? Doesn't it have one of the longest cries by audio, too? Uh, Jinx in Gen 1, yeah. I think it's one of the longest audios for a cry. So, uh, speaking of Aurora Veil, little nine tails. I know, I know, I know we already put it in the top <laughs> fairy types, but look at it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's competitively relevant. It's flawless. It's fantastic. I love it. I allow it. Now, here is my argument. Vulpix. Fine. It's even prettier. <laughs> I think Alolan Vulpix is prettier than Ninetales. I, I I think the same thing, which is why I own a plushie of Alolan Vulpix instead of a plushie of Alolan Ninetales. So, <laughs> yeah. So as far as ice types, would you mind if I just put Vulpix over Ninetales? No, no. I, I would, I would absolutely. I mean, I mean, the whole line. It's the whole line. I mean. Yeah. They're both great. Like, when you think ice types nowadays, it's hard to not think of Vulpix. Exactly. Seth, any thoughts on the matter? No, I dig it. I think that both of them are pretty good. I feel like that Vulpix probably better represents the ice type, and Alolan Ninetales better represents the fairy type. Great, then let's put Vulpix in. uh... That's a great argument. Because we have Ninetales for fairy. And on the bottom, so the one I really dislike the most, we already put, I think, in the bottom rock types. <laughs> and that's Hisuian Avalok. If Aww. we don't want any repeats, uh, well, we were... I don't know if I agree with that, though. I really don't like it. You... All right. Then I guess I can't argue with that logic. Uh, no, I mean, you can definitely say, no, I will not allow you to put that in the bottom five, and I will have to deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think, and this is, you know, going back to the elemental type itself, what better exemplifies an ice type than a block of glacial rock-encrusted ice that has come to life? An actual block of ice that is an iceberg, which is why I respect Avalog, but I do not respect Hisuian Avalog. Hisuian Avalog's just a glacier with rocks in it. Well, it's ugly. Which a lot of them have that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will say, if you if you guys want to want to say no, I'm accepting the no, and we can move on. I think there's worse ones. <laughs> okay. Granted, I don't know if there are four more worse ones. Is the problem? <laughs> Well, we can come back to it then. But I'll definitely put it on the list and we can definitely talk about it again. All right, Seth, try and give us a top. Okay, this is hard for me, y'all. This one's hard for me because I I know I talk about like my favorite of each type chart a lot whenever I'm doing one of these. And I was mentioning it to y'all before we got in and started hitting the record button. But ice is just one that I kind of have to just throw a dart at the wall and be like, okay, that's my favorite for now. I I don't have any kind of bond with any real ice type almost at all. How dare you? I know. I'm a monster. I'm a terrible person to have on this episode. (laughs) Um, But 
there's one that I've kind of, of all of them, gotten a little bit attached to because when I released it, it to walk behind me in mm-hmm. um, Scarlet and Violet, I just liked, number one, the cry that it made. It was just the coolest cry I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And the way that it moves is very both signature and tied to like what animal it's based on. That is Chien Pao. Ooh, I love Chien Pao. Ooh, yeah, Chien Pao's a great one. It was gonna be one of my one of my requests for the top. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Frozen living hatred as a snow leopard with swords in its face is just very yeah. Pokemon to me. It does scream very Pokemon. Yeah, and it manages to be cute at the same time. Like win win. Yeah, and its its cry is just a leopard with a little bit of spice to it. Like it's great. I love it. Or panther. I don't know. I, I think that's a great choice. It's it's a snow leopard uh, if you look at how long the tail is, and it's one of my favorite felines. So yeah, definitely Chienpao. I'm totally in. I can't argue with that at all. And just being the embodiment of what is it? I think is it hatred that Chienpao embodies? Um, uh, let me check. Might I'm be hatred. violence. Uh, uh, the hatred of those who perished by the sword long ago has clad itself in snow and become a Pokemon. That is the most metal wow. Pokedex entry I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's the coolest. Oh, snap. Yeah, and it's like, oh, but then it likes to play in the snow and cause avalanches that, like, <laughs> destroy everything. It's so cute. Yeah. Exactly. It is described as being able to control a hundred tons of fallen snow. It's so cool. Yeah. And then it plays around innocently by leaping in and out of avalanches at cost. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Look what I brought, everybody. I brought everybody some snow. I'm the worst version of Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Or the better version of Elsa, let's be real. Let it go, everybody. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Give us a bottom. Uh don't say all of them. And I mean a, yeah, and, and and I mean a I mean a Pokemon too. Dang it. Um okay. Something that like I'm trying to think of something that kind of shouldn't be an ice type, in a sense. Like, it's here. Why is it here? Why is it an ice type at all? Regice? I think Sorry. that one is clear. <laughs> that one's pretty obvious. Literally, you can see what? it. Really? Again, with that whole block of living ice thing. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make enemies with this one, and I'm okay. I'm running this risk. Fight me. I'm sorry, Shamu. Satitan. Mm. It is a silly terrestrial whale with legs. I love the naming convention because it's based on the, uh, like genus mm-hmm. of whales it's a cetacean who's a titan yeah yeah and it kind of exemplifies the evolutionary process of how the land-based cetaceous creatures became whales by going back into the water and just kind of stayed there and this one came back out yeah but now it's like it's all it came back out it's like pick a side are you gonna be an aquatic creature or not why are you an ice type why are you a whale why do you just have two little feet how do you hold up that body? Why does your mouth work like that? I'm good with that, too. It's, yeah. <laughs> How is that evolutionary adaption? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it's it It's cool looking, but I just don't think it's... No, I don't even think it's cool looking. I don't think it's a top. I'm okay with that. I'm totally down to drop that to the bottom. Yeah, sure. It's a cool little narwhal, narwhal living in the ocean. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was easy. Okay, cool. Woo! Sorry, Shamu. I'm sorry. So... I think I would be remiss if 
I didn't mention arguably one of my favorite ice types and arguably one of the best ice types of all times. That goes against the whole Satitan thing. You know, how you were curious, is it water, is it ice? Well, what better than a water ice type? Sphiel. Sphiel? Sphiel. The adorable round ball of happiness that rolls to enjoyment to be your friend. Okay, so I am, like, I don't have the strongest feelings about Sphiel, but my baby sister does. She loves that Pokemon Pieces specifically because it is round and cute and rolls around. And so, for my sister's sake, I will say yes to Sveal. Sveal. I, I like it because also Shark had won that gigantic one. <laughs> Ooh, right. <laughs> and also, I love Sveal when it's drawn by the folks at Drawfee and is just a man with a Bluetooth. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up Sveal Drawfee and you will be educated. Uh, it's a, that's, that's incredible. It's a hideous man with a Bluetooth. <laughs> but, you know, I was looking through the list and I'm like, oh my god, how could I forget this wonderful baby boy who is happy and he's here and he's just arguably better than his evolutions. He's, he's becoming even like with, I love how the, um, tournament people the official pokemon tournament people at like international events have been doing the memes with like the spiel plushies that keep breaking into the tournaments and trying to play (laughs) they have the two plushies across from each other trying to quote-unquote play tcg or play vgc sometimes they have the glasses with the mustache disguise on them and they keep doing photo ops kicking them out how have i missed all of this this is amazing it's so funny oh it is incredible it's become a big meme. Wow. And it's getting more and more popular. And I think it's just really funny how they're kind of latching onto that. Wow, wow, wow. I dig it. Okay. All right. We got Sveal into the top. Great. Yeah. We're going to go through two rounds of everybody's tops and bottoms and we can always chat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, my bottom, uh, and I'm, uh, now, I'm not a fan of this Pokemon. I think it looks silly. Oh, dear. Some people may like it. I think Linian's a big fan of it or is a partial fan to it. That's Arctivish. No, my baby. My baby with a cold. My poor baby with a cold. Arctivish? The f- the fish one? He's more Zolt. Okay, he's more Zolt. Okay, I know he liked fossils. Yeah, Linian leans more Zolt. I like the Zolt. I like Zolt. It's just Vish, though. Arctivish, I'm just not big on. You know what? You're right. I like Arctozolt much better than Arctivish. I am okay with putting Arctivish in the bottom. But, you know, like, we, we, we can talk about it later. I don't know if it deserves to be there over, you know, Abela, Kasuian, or whatnot. But, like, it's just, it doesn't fit in my mind. I'm like, this is just kind of a, a The argument that I'll make for it, just to give it some argument, is that it's supposed to be wrong. It's supposed to be bad. See, but the thing, okay, so, 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 I, I'm gonna... And, and that's my problem with all the fossils from Galar. They're all supposed to be wrong, and I hate them all. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's so great about them. They're so, they're so bad, and I love them. I will argue that, like, exactly based on this argument, the others are so blatantly wrong that they sell the concept. Arctivish, not so much. Yeah, Arctivish looks real. Exactly. Like, it looks just off, but not completely wrong. So, based on that, yeah. Its head is backwards. Yeah, it's had his backwards, but you don't really notice that all that much compared to... Not until you... Yeah, that's true. It looks like a face on the top of its head. Dracovish having a head at the bottom of its tail? Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. It is backwards. I didn't even notice that. 
See? You don't even notice. I don't, I don't like it. I like it less now. Yeah. Okay. No, it definitely deserves to be there. That's fair. <laughs> Drop it in the bottom. Its sword entry is, though it's able to capture prey by freezing its surroundings, it has trouble eating the prey afterward because its mouth is on top of its head. Ah, oh, poor baby. No, gosh. Okay. And the, the shield one is the skin on its face is impervious to attack, but breathing difficulties made this Pokemon go extinct anyway. Uh, I just think it's a bad design, and I don't care. I think I think we need we we need to stop bringing like we we need to stop reviving this poor creature. Like it was Pokemon needs to stop playing God. Exactly, it was suffering. Let let Arceus do its job. Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear? I love that quote from the Spy Kids movie. It's very much the the Arcto and the Vish. It's from the Spy Kids movies. What way? Yeah. It was from the Spy Kids, from the guy who made all those little teeny tiny and then giant creatures. So I, I haven't, I haven't seen the Spy Kids movies, but I thought, I thought it was like, oh, it's oh, you're missing out from something serious and and no, 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 oh God, <laughs> it's Steve Buscemi, the the crazy scientist in the second Spy Kids movie. <laughs> And he's looking at his giant creatures and things, and he says that he drops the line, do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he has created? Oh my gosh. That's amazing. What? (laughs) Spy Kids. Like, talk about a profound moment from like a random movie. Right? (laughs) What the heck? I'm very familiar with this kind of concept because I, I, I hang out on Tumblr. (laughs) <laughs> oh no yeah so they were really like you will find the most amazing quotes and then you find out that they're like from some stupid post that someone made while they were drunk or something like that uh-huh. or from like uh dumb cw shows or dumb kids books but uh, this one i had no idea was from the spy kids movies and wow yeah Wow. Y'all need to ask Linian about his card sleeves that he uses for his magic deck that's all dinosaurs. It's great. I'm sure he would be happy to post it and tell everyone all about it. Because <laughs> it uses that quote and it's hilarious. Amazing. Um, okay. <laughs> we should, we should move on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. Arctivish on bottom for both reasons of it being bad and... Okay, great. Uh, Whimsicott, give me, uh, give me a top. Snom. Uh, Snom. Snom, I'm serious. Just going right into the memes. Oh, you were serious about Snom. You weren't just going with the memes? No. Uh, okay, so so I know it's a There's meme. There's a reason. I know it's a meme. I... But so if you if you don't want to do it, I, I'm i okay with saying it. no. We, I mean, we can. Uh, it, it's, it's a group decision. It's not just me hating on Snom because of the meme. There are... I, I think I think there are at least uh, one or two other Pokemon who probably deserve it more. So I just wanted to bring up the fact that I love Baby Snom. It's very cute. I mean, Baby Snom can easily make the list. Uh, there are a couple, though, that I think that deserve the final slot. Yeah, a bit more, a bit more. So, um... And we can get to that afterwards. We'll just, yeah. like, you know... If you want to nominate Snom and whatnot, we can go. We can go over everything. No, let's just let's just put it out there. I will uh, now say something that I know you will not agree with, but I need to say it. Uh, Mega Glalie for the bottom. Yeah, I actually agree with that one. I, I I will concede to it. I've got a big old broken jaw. 
not only exactly not only is it ugly af it is suffering <laughs> because its jaw broke while it mega evolved i had i had a weird dream the other day where they were the the next like dlc added pokedex entries to all of the terraforms no not terraforms to like the terraforms and the um Gigantamax things talking about it was Gigantamax that's what it was Giganta and Dynamax talking about how those inflict extreme pain on the Pokemon just to be a thing where you hate that mechanic now and only like Terra it was the weirdest dream that I woke up and was just like what the how? no like they did with Megas where they retroactively made it like yeah but it's in great pain and suffering a lot I hadn't considered that angle but holy wow marketing baby that's how it goes yeah we're, we're gonna just put mega glilly in the bottom and we're gonna move on um seth you want to give us your last top and bottom before we have our final discussion uh do i have to give a top you do not have to give a top i can <laughs> i i can bring you up the other ice type that i know people like that we should probably talk about i got one i got one that i like and it was kind of one that i've debated putting on my chart Right now it's Chen Pao, but that's, you know, whatever. Um, hang on. Ooh, got the sniffles. This vaccine is giving me all the congestion today. Yesterday I felt like I fought a gorilla, but today it's just congestion. Uh, um, so I am going to nominate this both because of it looks cool. It's very powerful. It's very usable. And um, it also is a great reference in a lot of ways to what it's based on. Bax Caliber. Oh, I thought you were going to say Vanillite. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for ice cream no Bax caliber is a cool pokemon it's really strong it was recently banned to ubers because it just got exactly the right moves it needed in the first dlc and um it is very obviously based on godzilla both in its general appearance its evolutionary lines and when it uses glaive rush it's referencing an old old trick that godzilla used to do in the old movies where it would flip upside down and use its breath attack to hit a big ugly other um monster thing with its back spike that is a reference to godzilla i always thought godzilla was tyranitar yeah same it's kind of both but bax caliber bax caliber is very much like directly godzilla tyranitar kind of was but bax is okay that, those are really good arguments. I don't like Buxcalibur very much. <laughs> see, out, out of, I, see, in my mind, if, like, if we're going to put a nice dragon on here, I'd rather have a Kyurem. That's fair. I like Kyurem both for its lore and mythology. I like that one a lot, where it's the husk of the original dragon. I love that. Yeah. It was it was between Kyurem and Baxcalibur. For a long time, Kyurem occupied the slot on my chart. So I'll let you go, Whimsicott, before I bring in the... The other top one that I think is worth mentioning. Yeah, I don't like Kyurem that much. The forms are better already. Oh yeah, of course, of course. That's what I meant, like black or white. Uh, but I, I would like to, I would like to hear your last suggestion so that we can fill that slot and then let's yeah. set, give us another bottom. We each get a suggestion. Uh, so my other one that I think for the top is Articuno. I know it sees a lot of lo love, and it is the iceberg. That's true. It is honestly beautiful. It got a beautiful form. It has a beautiful cry. It's um no, I I like Articuno. I I really like it. I think So th that's the only other one cuz and just from going through Puckle polls and I'm seeing just how much love it's getting. 
I was like, oh, people seem to really like this Pokemon. I like it too a lot. I would, I would, I would vote for Articuno in our top slot, the remaining one. Can I throw out one more possible one, just because? And this one is mostly um, me being influenced by playing OU that caused this shift away from this originally. But for a long time, hands down, my favorite ice type was Weavile. I thought it was cool. Yep, that was the other one I was going to say. It's another big one that people really, really like that I think we should consider. It's big, like, little little goblin energy, and I love those. <laughs> Hence my favorite. Yeah, I, I used to love, like, and granted, I was always a Sneasel fan over Weavile, but, like, that entire line was really cool when it came out. Um, it, in Gen 4, it got good, so. Yeah, I just thought Sneasel looked incomplete. But, yeah, I, I, I used to like that one, and I really started disliking it when, like, it just completely dismantles the teams that I like to build. You know, well, that, and it got completely outshadowed by Chen Pao this generation. That's true, until the, until the latter was banned. But yeah, that I used to like that one, so I think it's definitely worth honorable mention. Like, putting usability aside. I would say, which of these four do we want to put into the final top five slot? We have Snom, Articuno, Weavile, and then, like, any of the Kirim forms. My vote would be for Artic. I kind of like that one, too. It really... Uh, yeah, I agree it's with really, that. It's really, really cool. I like that one as a, as a good, like, top ice-type exemplification. Uh, great. Then we'll, the other ones I'll put in our honorable mention category. Uh, and then as far as bottom five, we, uh, do you have a bottom five for us that can compete with Hasuian Avalog? Well, mm, I mean... Uh, you said vanilla, it's not vanilla, right? Vanilla, the whole thing. <laughs> vanilla ice cream, the whole family. Because vanilla is adorable, I think. It's adorable, and I like the little, like, what is it, the manga and maybe the anime thing with all the ice creams taken off of it? That's the one redeeming quality is vanilla after that, I'm like, all right. Vanilla, vanillish, and vanillux though are just stupid. <laughs> They're just silly. Hey, uh, so there's another one I would at least like to mention, which is also on Claude's list of bottoms, which is Galarian Darmanitan, because I don't like it, and it like as always. If you have another one, send it out now. Let's we can always talk through this. Yeah, let me let me get rid of the vanillux because I think that's enough controversial type of one and i'm gonna do one that i've always thought was just kind of gross it's not on this list but cub chew i love cub chew what are you talking about no it's just a little white teddy bear with a big old snot dribble like i know he's adorable you gotta clean him up it's gross no yeah but then that snot dribble is like the source of its power or something stupid. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I. D- it, it's pretty gross. I'm not gonna lie. And here I thought you were gonna say Mr. Mime. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Their snot is a barometer of health. What gross? <laughs> hate that. Hate that. Uh. No. I'm definitely mime and rhyme are not my favorite, but I can live with them. I don't like that. Galarian Dermaitan took a uh, really cool typing and, and made itself. If a cub chew lacks dangling snot, there's a chance it is sick. That's from Scarlet. So then out of these three, where do we stand for our bottom one? Is it cub chew, Kasuian Avalug, or Darmanitan Galar? Um, I don't know, guys. I, I think it's between Avalug and um, cub chew. And Darmanitan, I think, is cool mechanics-wise, and it's kind of funny. 
how it's like abominable snowman that wants to end your life. Then I think I think I think the the one we all most agree on is Avalon. I think so. Yeah, of the of the options. Okay, great. All right, so let's give a rundown of our list. Our top five: we have Auroras, Alolan Vulpix slash Ninetales, uh, Chien Pao. Sfeel and Articuno, with honorable mentions going to Weavile, Snom, the Kiram forms. Maybe a Frostlass is kind of cool that we didn't talk about or something. I was going to put Mamoswine where he put it at the top for ground. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of... Those are good ones, yeah. Good ones. Arctazolt, I know, gets a lot of love. Um, and then our bottom, we have Jinx, Satitan, Megaglaley, Arctivish, and Hasuian Avalug. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. All right. We've done it. We've made friends. We've made enemies. We've learned lore. We have done it. All right. And we will then be back with our Pokemon of the episode. Woo! Pokemon of the episode. And we are back with our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this time is Arceus, the god of all Pokemon. I don't remember what its actual classification is. The, the judgment? Alpha Pokemon. The Alpha Pokemon, Ooh. that's it. And appropriately, its Pokemon Legends Arceus dex entry states, It is the heavenly font from which pours the light that shines across Hisui. Its luminance guides and protects all Pokemon. Hisuian mythology states that Arceus is the creator of all things. Wow. Cool. How fancy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. For a 10-year-old writing a Pokedex. I think the professor actually writes the ones in Leg- Legends Arceus. Oh, yeah, you're That's right. That's awesome. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, Poke- like, the Legends Arceus Pokedex entries are so cool. Yeah. I think they're, they're so a lot better funny. than a lot of the other ones. And like how they're all terrified of all of them. Mm, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So this week, uh, we have a YouBers team. Uh, yeah, the know? brand new uh, tier that was just made. I love yep. that. Uh, they wanted, you know, because Ubers, there's a lot of things that are too good for OU. And they're like, all right, well, we need to, and Ubers is, you know, confined to a strict meta pretty much. So they're like, all right, well, let's make a UU for Ubers. And we found a team here. I think this is one of the sample teams. Yeah. Uh, that they have. And to start us off, we have the closest thing that we could find to a nice type in this tier. Sneasler. <laughs> Uh, with a grassy seed, uh, ability Unburden, uh, Terra-type Flying, Max Attack, Max Speed, Adamant Nature with Swords Dance, Acrobatics, Close Combat, and Dire Claw. Pretty standard Sneasler, if you ask me. This is the set that got it banned from OU. Exactly. Uh, pretty much. And the reason why- insane. Yep. And the other thing that helped with it is Rillaboom! Uh, choice band Rillaboom with Grassy Surge, Max Attack, Max Speed, Adamant Nature, once again, uh, Grassy Glide, Wood Hammer, High Horse Power U-Turn. These just hit hard, very hard, and that's pretty much all you want to do, is just hit and hit and hit. This is a hyper-offense team, if you didn't gather that from the first two Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yes. um, And that's, and that's the Uber's battle right now, is a lot of very hyper-offense or stall. Yeah. Which is a good one to kind of get figured out what all works. When you're oh, it's, just it's breaking into a start. tier or even yeah. doing laddering, hyper offense is usually a good way to go. Both for like getting a handle on what's there, having a lot of games happen very quickly. So uh, it's not too surprising that that's what's going on right now. And it, if I didn't mention it's Terra Grass or Rillaboom, I forgot if I mentioned that or not. Oh, but. yeah. Makes oh, sense. yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, and yeah. Rillaboom means helping out another member of the team who is also holding a grassy seed, Espathra. The ability is speed boost, the terror type is fighting. It has a mother's nature, a very complicated uh, EV spread with max special attack, some speed, some HP, and since we're playing at level 50, like for defense, for special defense. Um, no, it's, it's 100. It's 100. 100. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, still. Um, it has a modest nature because it has speed boost, so it doesn't need to be timid. Um, and it has a pretty standard set of protect, calm mind, terror blast, and store power. And then my beautiful baby, Palafin. Uh, the ability is obviously zero to hero. It has a choice bend. The terror type is water. Max attack, max speed with a jolly nature. It has jet punch, wave crash, close combat, and drum roll. A nice type move. Ice punch. Hey, we found one. We found <laughs> one. Yay. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Again, sticking with that hyper offense theme, like. Oh yeah. These come in, don't ever switch out, and then just go to town with whatever's whatever's in front of you. Um we've got one support mon though, and that is Magirna holding leftovers. Its ability is the only option it's got, Soul Heart. And Terra type of water, because that's a very good defensive Terra. EVs are max HP, max defense with a bold nature, and its moveset is Thunder Wave, Volt Switch, Spikes, which Magirna got for some ungodly reason. Yeah. And floor cannon. So just lays down spikes, lays down some paralysis. It's your support mon. Get, that's your hazards here. I guess spikes tend to do better in Ubers, mm-hmm. um, where a lot of things are grounded. So Mm-mm. those tend to stack up better than rocks. And finally, we have the Pokemon of the episode, Arceus, God himself. And in this sample team, it's a little bit hilarious because this Arceus is a fire. Arceus. And, you know, we, we picked this one especially because, you know, it, we're talked ice types for however long. We figured y'all needed to warm up. Mm-hmm. So we got Arceus Fire here to help with that. Um, obviously, it's holding the flame plate for it to be able to do that. Its Terra type, though, is fighting. It's got almost max HP, max attack, and a dash of speed with what's left. Adamant Nature, Swords Dance, Flare Blitz, Extreme Speed, and Recover. It's kind of the E-Killer Arceus set. Uh, but fire instead. And what's really funny about the one in the sample teams is this one is nicknamed Arceus Fighting, <laughs> but it is Arceus Fire. I think it's because the... They look similar. Uh, the the similar colors look color. similar, so they can throw people exactly. off. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, really nasty. The fin- the palafin is also named Random Finizen. Which I, I love. love. Yes. Yeah. But... <laughs> and you know- Sneasler is haha Long Boy. <laughs> 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 and we have of course you have the ostrich espathra yeah hot and harambe and then just magirna i don't know why magirna doesn't have a nickname but that's uh, these probably very, because these it's uh mythical and you can't nickname it you, you can nickname all the pokemon i thought in you should be able to nickname it now once yeah. now yes mm. either way or they just didn't magirna might have been a late ad or something like yeah, that mm-hmm. anyway, oh, we need to throw something just... we need to throw magirna on here because it's arguably the best pokemon in the tier type thing yeah all right, but, well, yeah, Arceus fire, but fighting, but fire until it terrors to fighting. <laughs> if it can, can, plate. can it terror? I don't see why it can't. It's just the flame plate will still apply, um, but to the twenty percent boost to the flare blitz. So that's it's already set. Okay, that's weird. All right, 
Um, either way, th- yeah. that is the team we have. Uh, go try it out. Yubers is a lot of fun. Uh, I- I've enjoyed the tier the little bits I've played with it. So go have some fun there. Um, and that's it for Poke of the Episode this week. We'll be catching next with our mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! And we are back with our mailbag, as always. The mailbag section is sponsored by uh, the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Fictional hooves! And this week, we have three uh, different emails coming in. I believe they were talking about they're from two episodes ago. And I don't remember what the topic was. Or the question was. Either of y'all? Starters? Oh, how you started Pokemon or something, maybe? Either way, we'll figure it out from... I don't know. It's been it's been a whole two weeks, man. I know. I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the same thing I have for breakfast every week. Soylent. Liquid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how close. All right. Anyways, we got three emails here. We're going to read them out for y'all. Uh, this first one comes from Gigasaurus Games. Hello, Puckle Crew. Happy Thanksgiving to all Americans and happy normal week of the year to everyone else. <laughs> Since the episode of the week was about retrospective of the first year of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet games, now we know what it is. We got it. Um, hey, I, I have unironically recommended to other uh, Violet uh, games that I've unironically recommended to others. I thought I would chime in with my thoughts and perspective. A year on, I find that the performance of the game, as aggravating as it was and is, uh, becomes less memorable to me than how well done the story is. While the story impressed me on a single run through. The performance lag becomes less painful when I'm only picking it up and playing a game for an hour or two at a time after beating the main game. As much as it annoys me as a software engineer that Pokemon more or less gets away with a memory leak, I have discovered over the last year how rare it is to find really good software engineers who can quickly uh, learn in-house systems like Pokemon. While it still angers me, the fact that they have continued to support the game by running 7-star raids and mass outbreaks does show to me that at least someone at Pokemon cares about the games. I think that's a good point about games, though, where, you know, you see them constantly getting updated is a good sign of a game. Like, it means, you know, there is something going on, but that's just, you know, I'm just adding my own thought into them. That is true. On the other hand, the discrepancy between Scarlet and Violet has annoyed me over time. I still stand by the opinion that the heavy sci-fi story at the end of the game fits better with the futuristic tilt of Violet than Scarlet, but the naming scheme of the Paradox Pokemon is so much worse that I have finally stopped defending it. I like some of the future designs, like Iron Hands, but most of the past designs are just so much stronger. I think that's kind of the consensus that... I don't like the future ones as much. Most people don't like the future ones uh, a lot. Granted, I I like Maridon, but that's about it. I like Iron Valiant. I don't like how all of them start with iron. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's weird to me that they... It feels lazy for the future. Yes. Yes. Very. No, it's efficiency. Uh, okay. Anyways. I will say that the DLC this generation is a very interesting evolution of the model introduced in Sword and Shield. Although I didn't like being forced to lie to Kyrian during the story. Yeah. Mm. The fact that the two DLCs... Uh, that the two DLC look to have single a uh, single content continuous story should be a very interesting change from the segmented DLC of last generation. I'm really looking forward to see Kieran's probable villain arc in the Indigo disc 
<laughs> and I'm going to need to plan my team more carefully so I don't accidentally curb stomp all the battles with level 100 Pokemon again. I don't think you will. I don't think so. Uh, I'm hoping there'll be more challenges than that. Well, it made some thematic sense in the Teal Mask, since you were supposed to be making Kieran's mind break with how much stronger you are. <laughs> I suspect it will be a lot less sense in the Indigo Disc. Making Kieran's mind break. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that covers most of my thoughts. Although there are parts that still irritate me, the story and battle difficulty of the main games impressed me much more than previous Pokemon games. I have actually felt good recommending them to others, despite the performance issues. Thank you for your excellent content you put out, even near the holidays. Hope you all have a great week. Gigasaurus Games. Well, thank you very much. All right. Up next, we have JD Hatcher 11. Yeah. And that one's for me. How does it hang, Puckle Gang? First, I'd love to stop by saying, stop slandering Score Bunny. He is my boy, and I love him to death. I will fight you over this. You can have Sobble, and I guess Grookey, but leave my boy alone. <laughs> leave Score Bunny alone! <laughs> leave him alone! <laughs> leave Brittany alone! Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Pokemon Concierge comes out on my birthday, so I guess Pokemon Company is giving me a birthday present. On the topic of the Eevee event, I probably had the most fun with any event yet, and caught a shiny one. I think it would be fun if the starters were released like this in mass outbreaks over time, then all came out at some post-game location or DLC one, except for Incineroar. I wouldn't care a bit if he was cut. On the topic of Scarlet Violet, I loved the game and got it on day two and three, so many of the glitches had been hot-patched. I also had a cousin who knew about memory leaks, so I would periodically refresh the memory. The only problem I had was that my brother, whom I was playing with, somehow glitched into a cave that looked like Area Zero, yet had no entrance or exit, and forced him to reboot the game. Competitive isn't actually that bad for me, but I guess that's because I use a rental team with the mons that I like. I also found the game fun and engaging and loved the new mons, and have been able to just run around in Breath of the Wild style since its release. The story was amazing, and I loved the rivals, especially Penny. Still mad they didn't come to Kitakami, but whatever. The one problem I had, other than the fact that I could not get a hold of Penny's backpack, was that Mela, fire crew leader, had level 28s near other leaders where they had 16s. I wish they had flipped her and Giacomo. I never know how to pronounce that. Giacomo. Giacomo. It's Giacomo. 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 Okay. Flipped her in Giacomo's location as I ran in way underleveled for Mela and had to potion and revive spam. Then I ran up to Giacomo and his Pokemon were forfeit to my overleveled team. But overall, I love the game and I'm still finding new things to do. Anyway, thanks for reading what turned out to be quite a long email. Thanks for putting entertainment into otherwise mundane tasks. Keep doing what you do. JD Hatcher 11. All right. So hear me out. Crazy thought. What if they just had set teams... And the levels varied depending on how many you had beaten. I like that idea. It's what they do in the anime. I mean, I just think that's the that's a static kind of like easy change they could do. I think they could do. Granted, it may be more work for them. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I think it might be just because um they usually have their level up moves set. Maybe they usually uh but that and the item the like yeah. how, the whatever the TM they give you is. Yeah. Okay. Fair. We got one more email this week. Oh, gosh. Good luck. Whimsicott. Uh, this is from Com- uh, Comic Pop. Comics Pop. Yes, it's from Comics Pop. And it's really long. And he says there's two paragraphs in the middle. There are exposition and you can skip. But it's a really cute story. So I'm going to try and read. Them. Okay, so he says, hey, Buckle Gang, 
long-time listener, first-time writer. I've put off writing this email for the longest time because I know I'll have trouble being brief. It's, it's fine. I understand, <laughs> friend. Uh, but the Scarlet Violet anniversary retrospective feels like it could be a good spot for taking a shot. To put it simply, I love Scarlet and Violet. They are, without a doubt, fantastic games. Are there graphic anomalies? Sure. Uh, could the art style have been more well-stylized? Also, yes. But without a doubt, these are fantastic games. Before I go into why, perhaps I should explain a bit about how I arrived at this conclusion. In the summer of 1999, I was 17, ooh, we are pretty much the same age, and on a trip from New England to Central Florida to see the grandparents. The relationship between you and I like ends there. I cannot relate to <laughs> living in New England and having grandparents in Florida, but that's fine. I, I can relate to that. Cool. Uh, he's uh, both of us. Okay. Uh, Having always been that kid, the one who desperately wanted an original Game Boy but never got one, my first system ended up being a Sega Game Gear, where playthroughs of Echo the Dolphin 1 and 2 and NBA Jam chew through AA batteries like a Sableye through gems. <laughs> Out of batteries and stuck staring out the window of the family van, my younger brother let me try his new Game Boy Color and copy of Pokemon Blue. That's a good brother. Uh, during that hour-long stint in the car, <laughs> I fondly remember growing attached to my Squirtle and watching it evolve and grow more powerful as I battled my way through Kanto. It was a blast. But when the trip was over, other than catching the occasional anime episodes, Pokemon faded to the peripheries of my late high school awareness that never returned, despite being a regular gamer my entire life. I always recognized Pikachu in the Kanto starter, and there was a time when I started up with Pokemon Go in 2016 just to try it out, but I never engaged much with the franchise. Enter Parenthood. In the winter of 2019, our seven-year-old son was having, was having trouble learning to swim, and my wife and I found that a strong motivation would be his very own game console. Fair. After months of trying as Christmas approached, he slugged his way through 25 unassisted yards, proving himself able to survive, at least, in the water. And off we went to Target to snag the purple 2DS, perfect for kid hands, that he had seen during a recent visit. 2DS in hand, I, being the responsible gamer that, that I tried to be, hauled him <laughs> over to GameStop to pick up some used games, and we snagged him a copy of Pokemon Moon. Waiting in line and staring at the cutouts for Sword and Shield, I decided I could put the family Switch, which had been sitting mostly unused next to my Xbox, to good use. And I snagged a copy of S.H.I.E.L.D. for myself, so I could play Pokemon with him. It's fantastic. Little did I know that playing that game over the next few months would not only lead me and my entire family to lean on shared Pokemon love as a life preserver through, through the pandemic, that, that it would also completely change the way that I view what's important to me in gaming as a 14-year-old. A 14-year-old, we wish. A 41-year-old. <laughs> From December 2019 onwards, Pokemon releases became a family affair. And we all hunkered down with our own copies in the living room in sweat and hoodies we take out on the way, making destination events for ourselves with the Sword and Shield DLC, New Pokemon Snap, BDSP, Arceus, and most recently Scarlet and Violet. On so many levels, Pokemon became a huge part of our lives. That isn't that such a really good story? Like that's adorable. I love that's, that. That's wonderful. It was so worth reading it all. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry that my accent issues ruined some of it. Um, yeah, you're fine. Anyway, Scarlet and Violet are great games in my eyes because they meet the many different levels of gamers in my family, where they are. Do you want to run around and catch a team full of Scarabog, Lechonk, and Fleshlings like my eight-year-old daughter? Go for it. 
Do you want to make a team of Pokemon that looks strong and powerful and try to stomp your way through trainer battles and the main story while sampling every food item imaginable, like my now 11-year-old son? Have at it! Are you more inclined to try and build a cute team of shiny Pokemon that meets a certain color scheme, like my wife? I, Your wife and I understand each other. You can absolutely do that! And finally, do you want to complete the game and Pokedex and try your hand at understanding how competitive VGC works? Scarlet and Violet, well, and a turbo controller paired with an amulet coin Sylvian, make that very possible! <laughs> I love that. Scarlet and Violet make so much of Pokemon accessible to so many different types of players. While there are definitely still guardrails in place, if you choose to avoid certain challenges, you can still find plenty of ways to wander around and enjoy Paldea on your sweet legendary ride. The punishments for carving your own path are never so final that you get too discouraged. Scarlet and Violet highlight for me the ways in which Pokemon and TPC, uh, TPCI, I guess, uh, have built a world lore that can be welcoming to trainers with different priorities. With 600 plus hours in Violet, I still feel like I'm going home when I boot it up after playing something else for some time. And my entire family has said the same thing. Despite its flaws, as open-world Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet represent as aspirational an aspirational attempt at what Pokemon can be. Thanks for reading, for making a wonderful podcast, and for creating a welcoming Pokemon community. Counting down to the return of my Blastoise, comic spot. <laughs> and he adds, P.S. Keep the, keep the music, they're all bangers. This is Woo. such right. a good email. That was awesome. Uh, so, Comic Pops 1... If you have a full family there, what you should start doing if you're looking for fun things to do in Scarlet and Violet, all join like the same game, like through like the wireless or oh yeah, and then race each other on your Pokemon. Ooh, like go from one town to another town so you can get there first, or like all right, you all have to go over the mountain so who can <laughs> find the fastest path around the mountain? Like silly little events like that, or you have one person go hide somewhere on the map and you everyone has to try and go find them like there's a bunch of fun different like that's funny ways you can play other games within pokemon that i have found very entertaining that's so cute i've I've seen people play hide and seek in pokemon with the union circle it's really fun union circle that's what it's called but yeah uh you those might be fun things for you to try with your family because it's silly and you don't need to actually know pokemon to be able to play yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, Comic Pops deserves the Green Taurus badge, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. Such a good story. Yeah. Loved it. All right. Well, that is it for our mailbag. If you want to send in a mailbag to us next week, tell us your thoughts on your top five or bottom five ice types. I'm sure we will be getting some emails about that. I'm hope hopefully we anchored and ruffled a couple of feathers, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to add for some interesting content. But with that. I have been your host for today, Claude Nine. I have been the fluffiest whimsicott. And I am the congested Seth Violet. And with that, we will catch you next time. Yeah.